Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Kim. And this is The Department, a podcast about trends and how they define the world around us. Guess what episode this is? 666. So close. <laughs> 666. Jesus. <laughs> um, it's episode 50. What? Yes. That's amazing. I know. I know. Can you believe we've done 50 episodes? And you know what that also means? We are creeping up on our one year anniversary here. That's crazy. We are definitely going to have to do something special for it. I don't know what that our, is, but <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know what that is. We'll figure it out. And I feel like I feel like all of our episodes are special. It's true. It's true. This is our quality time together every week. Um, and I know that all of you come to share that quality time with us, which I'm really grateful for. When we started this, I feel like we had no idea what would happen. And uh, to be 50 episodes deep is incredible. And we, trust me, we have plenty more to talk about. Of course. We were just talking about mo- the more things that we're going <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this podcast has been so wonderful because it's been an outlet to just learn things and start developing opinions and, and, you know, just kind of looking outside of my just kind of very small world and research things that I would never, ever look into. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what next week's episode is about. Well, Kim already knows, but I was in bed thinking like, Oh, I wonder why is, why was this thing so popular? And then I went down a deep, very educational, very enjoyable rabbit hole about it. Um, And I just love that we get that opportunity to do it and then that you all listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, then you don't have to do the work yourself. Yeah, exactly. Let us, for example, read all the Glassdoor reviews for you. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, go on the Reddit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Read all the extremely dry statistics. Yes, we do it for you. (laughs) And for us, we do it and for us, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, we got a great write-in idea for this week's show. Uh, it's actually from one of our listeners, and it's all about trends in baby names, Ooh. which is actually something I've been thinking about because, you know, we're constantly looking at all these different reports and facts and figures from all different eras, you know, and I've always been sort of mindful of like, yeah, like, really, what what's going on with trends in names? Like, we should do an episode mm-hmm. on this. And, mm-hmm. Um, so this is that episode. It's basically, you know, looking deeply at the trends and the zeitgeist and how they kind of affect one another. So, you know, sit tight for that. Uh, but before we jump in, I just want to do a quick reminder for y'all. You know, we don't have a Patreon here because honestly, you know, this this show is a labor of love. We do it in our spare time. Um, you know, Amanda has another podcast that basically takes up her entire life. <laughs> and I have <laughs> I have a job that does the same. So, you know, I do this. Uh, we do this like nights and weekends, essentially. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have any bandwidth to develop any additional content. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. we got. Yeah, this is, our, this is our hobby. However, mm-hmm. I am – so I've been t- – participating in this um, podcast accelerator academy and yes that's right yeah and uh i learned a lot about advertising and so i think there could be opportunity for us to start adding really cool ads to the department so if you have a business you'd like to advertise here reach out to us you could be our test subject (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) Yeah, we'd be happy to advertise as long as, you know, you're ethical and sustainable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm also just like, if we could get advertisers, then I could come out to LA, we'd have the money to for me to fly out to LA, and we could like record episodes IRL, which sounds so weird to me, but also really, really fun. So anyway, we, you know, we might have something like that coming soon. And if you're interested, reach out to us. Oh, that's great. 
Um, you know, also other ways you can support, you know, um, the first thing, this is one of the most important ones is to share the podcast with friends or family. That's really kind of how we build our community and our, you know, and, and followers is really mm-hmm. just through friends of friends. It's the social proof does wonders for us. Um, secondly, you know, f- make sure to follow us on your preferred streaming service, be it Spotify or Apple or Stitcher or any of the other ones. Um, and then the third one, we will always, always be ever grateful if you give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts, or if you want to just take it a step further and leave us an actual review. Yeah. And then last, make sure to follow us on Instagram. We have lots of extra content, um, memes, uh, you know, extra little notes and love notes. Um, and everyone on there is really great, really supportive. Um, so join in if you haven't already. You can find us at underscore the underscore department. Um, our website is also full of our show notes, links. So, you know, you make sure to check us check it out if you want to dig deeper into anything. We put all of, all of those links on there that we talk about. And it's thedepartment.world. And if you have a suggestion for an episode, you want to tell us about a trend we're missing, or you just want to share your own story, your feelings about what we've talked about this week or in the past, just call our hotline number or send us a voice memo that you've recorded on your phone or computer. We love a good voice message. It gives you a break from hearing our voices. (laughs) And you can find all the details for contacting us on our website. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> so this is, you know, uh, an episode on name trends. It's just a single episode. And I did a lot of kind of research on partially really what's happening right now, but also just like the behind the scenes of name trends. Um, but Amanda, let me just start off first and ask you, do you know why you were named Amanda? Yeah, and it's a really depressing story. <laughs> so... Uh, my parents were convinced that I was going to be a boy, so they never, uh, worked on a girl's name. Uh, so my name was going to be Brandon and, uh, I was born and I, you know, I was a girl and it was sort of like, well, what should we do here? And I guess it's a man. Oh, no, it wasn't that bad, I guess, but uh, (laughs) that would be terrible because I've heard really sad naming stories like that too. Um, But at that point, the Barry Manilow song, Mandy was very popular, or at least, I mean, I don't know how recently it had been popular, but it was a song that my parents loved. And so they decided to name me Mandy. And then, you know, Amanda is the, you know, full formal version of it. And, you know, I just, if you're unfamiliar with that song, I just want to let you know that it is about a dog. (laughs) So, Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> like Shiloh. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, so have you ever gone at, gone as Mandy? Oh, when I was a kid, definitely. My grandma caused me that. Yeah. Really? I know. It's Mandy. So yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It sounds so weird to me. When I reached adulthood, Mandy. I was like, I'm done with it. You know, like everybody must call me Amanda from now on. I'm an adult now. Um, wow. It's hard to imagine that people called me that when I was growing up. It feels really weird to me. Um, Mandy is such a dated name too. Oh, yeah, for sure. You never find someone with that name. No. No, unless they grew up in central Pennsylvania around the time I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Or or a little bit earlier too. True, true. But I will say, like I said, I don't even know if that Barry Manilow song was actually popular at the time I was born. But out here, we were always really far behind the trends. I mean, we have like mall hair, as we talked about yeah. in the past, well yeah. into the late 90s. We, I don't mean me, I was bad at mall hair, but like in general, fashion, social trends, all of yeah. it, very behind the times. A little bit better now, thanks to the internet. I mean, people are just isolated, <laughs> right? But yeah, uh, of course. I do remember um, when I was a kid, you know, my, my mom was really into watching Dallas and uh, like everybody's mom in the 80s, yes. I think. And there was a character whose name was Mandy Winger, and she was very beautiful and sexy. And I would be like, okay, so at least there's one awesome Mandy out there. <laughs> yes. That is definitely affirming. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you? Why are you Kim? Um, I'm named Kim, well, Kimberly. Right. Um, because well, I'm the third of three of two other, you know, I have two older sisters, and 
uh, when my mom got accidentally pregnant with me. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I'm an accidental pregnancy too. Yeah. No shame, guys. <laughs> um, and also, you know, my my mother had a similar experience where they really wanted to have a, a son. Oh, right. Because you're the third. Yeah. She, and she's the third. My mom's the third of, 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 of two older sisters also. Oh, man. And so she's Aunt Tanya, but goes as Tony. Ah. Isn't that funny? But um, me, my name, Kimberly, um, I guess my mother, uh, there was like a neighbor or was, no, it wasn't a neighbor. It was a, my mother's good friend's neighbor <laughs> had a child before me and they named the, the, the baby Kimberly. And my mother thought that was such a beautiful name that she named me that. Wow. I mean, I named I after really a friend's nice. neighbor. I, I know, uh-huh. you know, I think that's nice. I mean, I always, so my mom's name is Kimberly, uh, which has always been weird oh to me God. that that is your name too, because the two of you could not be more different. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just forget about that. But I feel like Kimberly was like a glamorous name for like a long time. You know what I mean? Like it sounded like someone who would be like a model or have a successful career or something. Yes. So it makes yeah. sense to me. I think it's a good yeah. name. It was a pretty popular name in like the 70s mm-hmm. and then very early 80s. And actually, I, as I was doing a little bit of research uh, on name trends, I was looking at mine. And actually, Kimberly was a men, a, a guy's name. What? Just like Ashley. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Kimberly, but then it got popularized in like the 70s and 80s as, as a girl's name, um, which is just so, so fascinating. So, um, and then it, Amanda, how did you land on the name Dylan for your daughter? Wow. Um, so that's maybe less depressing, more interesting story than my own oh, name. Oh, thank God. I was just, oh, I, was, I got a little bit worried. I was, I was like, should I ask this question? No, this and is- actually knowing, I mean, knowing my whole life that my name was sort of an afterthought. And I mean, you know, I've been called this name my whole life. It's like who I am. I have like, I, I, people would be like, have you ever thought about changing your name? And I'm like, to what? You know, like, I'm Amanda. That's who I am. You are right? Amanda. Yeah. You are such an Amanda. You're not a Mandy. No, I'm not a Mandy. <laughs> so <laughs> with Dylan, I, I felt like whatever I decided to name them was really, really important to me. So uh, Dylan's father, you know, passed away a few months before Dylan was born. And we had decided together on two names. Henry, if it was a boy and Josephine for a girl. And I really had the best intentions to like honor that promise, but Mm -hmm. I had been campaigning for the name Dylan for a girl, not for a boy for a while. There was something that I liked about it. One being surprising to people when they would come in the room and meet a woman named Dylan, it would be like, Oh, they would be disarmed and it would put Dylan at an advantage, you know? And I liked that it, it would feel unique and memorable to people. And I, I don't know, like I, my aunt, Toby, uh, she was also an accidental surprise baby of the youngest daughter of three, three girls. And so she's actually my great aunt. And she was named Toby because my grandma, Polly, my great grandmother was like, I think she's just over it by this point. And she's yeah. told the other yeah. two girls my, my grandma, Sandy, and my aunt Janice, that they could pick the name and they picked Toby. But when my aunt Toby was born, that was a boy's name. And it's still, yeah. it's not completely right. It's a lot more gender neutral now. Like people of all genders have the name Toby. But Toby would always tell me the story of starting high school and being put in the boys' gym class. <gasps> and I always that's thought that that hilarious. was really, I mean, of course, my aunt Toby thought it was mortifying, but I was like, that's really interesting. And it always stuck with me as like, my Aunt Toby is also really badass. I was like, this is, I like this a lot. And so I went with Dylan. Um, it was perhaps some like instinct on my own part that Dylan is non-binary. And so yeah. it's a great name, you know, and I can't imagine any other name. I, I can't imagine any other name for Dylan either. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like J- Josephine? No, not working. I mean, like now, Joe. yeah. Now I'm like, no. Well, first off, remember how we had that terrible guy at Nasty Gal who had the big tub oh. pretzels named Joe? That name oh, is like poisoned to me. Yes, that name is poisoned to me. Um, I think that's <laughs> who I, eats so many pretzels, like just plain pretzels. And it wasn't like he was ever like, "Hey, does anyone want a pretzel?" No, <laughs> no. they were his pretzels. Um, 
I do think, I mean, I think names are really, really powerful. And so. we know that because there are certain names that are tainted in our minds based on our own experiences, right? Yes. And so, like, <laughs> thank God Dylan's name's not Josephine or Joe because... Oh my god. That would be like a cognitive disconnect for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, I, I have to change your name. Yeah, <laughs> I can't sorry. Be Joe anymore. <laughs> well, my sister Stephanie loves to remind me, you know, when we were younger, uh, you know, Stephanie was 15 months older than than I was, so she tended to be my playmate. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, off and on, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes course. sometimes uh, you know, I was I was the baby and she didn't want to play with the baby, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes we definitely, you know, teamed up and spent a lot of time together. And so, you know, we would talk about the the babies that we would have, when we would grow, grow, you know, when you grow up, you know, uh-huh. like what would you name your baby? And of course we would only name, we would only have girls. There's absolutely no way we would oh, ever have a boy. Dude, same here. Like never, never. Like that was that never even crossed our mind. Yeah, like, yeah. Ew, why would you? No. So, <laughs> I if if I back back in the eighties, I absolutely loved, just loved the name Crystal. <laughs> and it was, I think it was mostly because of Crystal Gale. Ah, uh, well, icon. <laughs> I mean, because we had a record player downstairs, and we would play the Crystal. Gail album all the time. And the, the reason we loved it is because of her hair. I think I've told you this yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, like, iconic. I think that's probably why I have long hair. You know, I'm in this Facebook group for Lancaster County Yard Sales. <laughs> you love a Facebook group. Now, love- how millennial are you? I <laughs> Uh, it's the only way to find real life yard sales out here. Anyway, so I know absolutely. There's a, a woman posted about her yard sale, and her name was Crystal Gale, and I almost peed my pants. Shut up. But def- definitely not the same woman. And no. so I'm guessing she <laughs> must be like our age. And her parents were like, "Wouldn't this be cute oh, to name her my. after Crystal Gale?" Right? I would have been so spelling. jealous. I know. Me too. Me too. Oh my god! What a lucky girl. <laughs> She might not think that now, but probably, I mean, probably not. I mean, you know, not a lot of people know who Crystal Gale is, but um, I also really loved the name Bubbles. <laughs> Imagine that as your like legal name, like on your driver's license. I would, I would, I was going to call my daughter Bubbles. Oh, my sister reminded me of this. Like, a, a, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. And I it just like immediately came all crashing down on me being like, yes, I loved that name. That was like, and I mean, I actually might if I ever accidentally have a daughter or you know what? A girl dog. That's Bubbles. a great name for a girl dog. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> what a good name. Anyway. Um, so- <laughs> I, you know, I was obsessed with yes. the name that I had heard in passing, I think probably because, you know, I would hang out with my grandpa and he would watch sports. And that name, which I just have to say, most beautiful name I'd ever heard to that moment around third grade was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> and- <laughs> all-, <laughs> all of my dolls. The beautiful oh ones, of course, were named Kareem. Uh, I wondered aloud to my mother if there was a possibility that I could change my name to that. Oh um, obsessed with that name for years and years. Like, if I ever wrote a short story, you know, like the kind of short stories you write in third grade, fourth grade. Yes. That would be the main character's name. I'm sure my teachers thought I was hilarious. I don't know how anyone talked to me without like laughing in my face, but I was obsessed. My mom was like, you know that that's a man, right? A basketball player. And I'm like, I don't care. It's it's so elegant. <laughs> that is Stand by it, you know? (laughs) All the most beautiful dolls. Only the beautiful ones. The unbeautiful ones were named after, like, whatever I'd heard on, like, I remember I would name a lot of people after Days of Our Lives, which I watched with my grandma. Days, yes, of course. My nanny, my nanny watched Days. Uh, I mean, honestly, you could tune back in right now and the same stuff would be happening. I think it's even the same actors. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I mm-hmm. saw it once 
a couple years ago on a buying trip, I went back to my hotel room to just do some emails. And I was like, I'll just flip on the TV and Days of Our Lives was on. And I was like, wait, I feel really confused because everybody looks a lot older, but like the same stuff is going on. Like they yeah. haven't resolved this yet. This is sad. Anyway. <laughs> resolved this yet. <laughs> uh, yes. So the Baby Center comes out with the top name trends each year. And Amanda, you know, I know. I'm not going to tell you what year I'm born, but I will tell you that I looked and I am not surprised to see that the number one girl name the year I was born was Jennifer. Jennifer, yes. I feel like everyone at my so school was named Jennifer. Yes. So, so many. many Jennifer. So many Jennies. Yeah, so many. Megan. I, Megan was oh, huge. Lots of, at my school, also a lot of Stacys, a lot of Trishas, uh, Heathers, so many Heathers. I mean, you've just dated yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I just know. Kidding. I totally have it. Uh, but these were the kinds of names that were like, if you had those names, you would be going by Heather M or Trisha C or Stacey W for the next yes. 12 years of your life, right? Erica. We had a lot of Ericas at my school. I'm just all, all of those names that girls in the 80s had. You know what I mean? I actually just, I looked at mine. And do you know what the number two mm-hmm. spot is? What? Amanda. No way. Because Mm -hmm. I only knew one other person growing up named Amanda. It just was like not popular where I lived. But, oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's in the top 10 for the year I was born. Wow, how unoriginal. Actually, 11 is Kimberly, the the year I was born, which is shocking because I think I only knew one, one other Kimberly. I never meet people named Kim. I definitely... Did not go to school with even one kid named Kim. Jennifer, Jessica, Amanda. So many Jessicas. Melissa. So many Melissas. Sarah. I swear half of the people who live in Portland are named Sarah. (laughs) Based on my experience. Uh, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. Michelle. But some of those feel more timeless to me. Like I feel like, for example, Elizabeth is like, I mean, well, obviously there are like multiple queens named Elizabeth, but like, I feel like that's more timeless, but sure. names like Jennifer and Melissa and Michelle see, seem so of a time that it wasn't like a repeat yeah. of a time. You know what I mean? It wasn't like those were family names. It was, yeah, it was that time. Wow. I actually see all three of my sister's names on the top, like 20. Does your, does your mom know? I Well, she will now. I mean, I think it's fascinating because- you know, and I, I know you're going to go into this, but like, this is how it works, right? Yes. So, you know, before getting into it, remember all of that chatter about how there was this like predicted baby <laughs> boom that was going to happen because of the pandemic? Oh, good Lord. You know, you had all that time on your hands. What are you going to do with it? You might as well be making babies, might as well be in quarantine, right? Well, It was an actual bust. And Forbes reported that unlike after World War II, you know, people actually were putting off having new family members in 2020 because of the uncertainty in the Mm. world. And researchers say that we're looking at 300,000 fewer births in the United States than in 2019. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I mean, that does not surprise me. It does not. Imagine having to go to the hospital. Exactly. That's what I, my few friends that had babies in the past year and a half, you know, they had to do with like a mask on, you know, and it was, it was stressful and lonely. Oh and God. I mean, I just like, I, with everything else going on right now too, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle the anxiety of it. You know, it just is. Be too much for me. <laughs> I can't imagine. And I, I just feel like ultimately, like maybe there were some people who were like, wow, being home all the time is making me really horny. It didn't me. I was like, I am my so anxious uh, <laughs> and full of despair. Uh, I can't even bake bread like everyone Don't else. Don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Just like, you know, what, I thought it was really ridiculous at the time they were predicting it. And then I saw a couple people I knew say they were pregnant. And I was like, okay, maybe. But um, yeah, I, I kind of predicted this to Dustin like a year ago. Well, thanks, Amanda. Thanks for telling us. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be wrong publicly. But, uh, 
There you go. I guess I should have. I was like, I just hindsight's twenty twenty. I just didn't see people on my social feed seeming really amped about reproduction at that point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 that's true. It's, it was the jobs insecurity, health anxiety, and the government basically telling people to stay away from hospitals, and it made people really considerate about. <laughs> And then additionally, across the world, people have decided to postpone plans to have children. And there's actually research that people have decided to now have fewer children than they they had wanted before the pandemic. Huh. I mean, that doesn't surprise me either. All right. Well, anyway, so I'm going to move right along here. And, you know, I have posted here in the show notes, Amanda, and I'll, I'll put it, um, you know, on our show notes on online as well. So you can look at it too. But here are the top 2021 baby names so far. And of course, this is a very, you know, cisgendered situation. But, you know, we're just, we're going to take that and move along with it. <laughs> So, you know, I, we recognize it, but um, I will kind of go into some non-gendered things in a little bit. The top 10 baby names for girls and boys, 2021. Um, for girls, we're talking Olivia mm. is number one. Wow. And Emma wow. is number two. Amelia is number three. Ava. We got a lot of... A lot of similar sounding yeah. names there on the top yeah. two, the three. Emma, Amelia, and Ava. And then we go, number five is Sophia. Number six is Charlotte. Number seven, Isabella. Number eight is Maya or Mia. Maya, mm-hmm. probably. Maya. Nine is Luna, which I do know a dog named Luna. I know a cat named Luna. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and then number 10 is Harper. I know a dog named Harper. I, yeah, I feel like I know a cat named Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, just on the side of girls, does anything strike you? I mean, they have, they all have the same vibe to me. Uh, very feminine. Very feminine. They feel sort of classic. A little antiquated, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not mad about it. I will no. say what's interesting about this to me is I felt like for Dylan's peers, uh, a lot of the kids had the most creative names. It was like there was a race to be as unusual as possible with your child's name. And it seems like now we're saying like, okay, let's go back to being a lot more traditional. And does it feel almost like the 20s to you? It does. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that in a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, and then for boys. All right. Are you ready? Number one is Liam. Weird. Isn't that strange? And number two is Noah. And these two have been like riding up against each other for the past few years. Wow. As the top names. Same with all Olivia and Emma. Huh. Just really across the board. Those are the top names. Huh. And then um, number three is Oliver. Number four is Elijah. Number five is Lucas. Six is Mason. Seven is Levi. Eight is James, nine is Asher, and ten is Mateo. Interesting. I mean, isn't it? These have a specific vibe too, but not. not, It's like they don't pair back to the vibe that the girls' names have. These feel a lot more like uh, the parents were married in a Pinterest barn wedding. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like I can't explain it, but it's like not exactly vintage. They are, though. They do have a bit of a... Yeah. Well, I mean, Noah's, like, literally from the Bible. So it's as vintage as you can get. Noah is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Liam is very interesting. Really? Liam, I... I just think of, like, Liam Neeson. Yeah, me too. Or Liam Gallagher. Or Liam Gallagher. I feel like I also... There was some sort of soap opera about teenagers that I liked to watch that had a character Mm -hmm. named Liam... And I can't even remember what it was. It wasn't Gossip Girl. Um, I feel like I think it was the nine hundred two and a reboot, which I enjoyed quite a bit. I believe one of the like hunky guys was named Liam on that show. Wait, are you excited for the the new Gossip Girl? I mean, okay, I'm just gonna be honest. I told you I laid on the couch today, which I literally never do 
I'm so glad you did that. It's time for all of you to know that like from the moment I get out of bed until I go to bed again, I'm like always doing something. But today I was just really tired. My brain was just like depressed. I laid on the couch and watched the first three episodes of Gossip Girl and it was delightful. Oh my God. Where do you stream it? Um, I recommend streaming it on HBO Max. I know you can also get like a CW app to watch it, but if you watch it on uh, HBO Max, it's like very uncensored. There's lots of cursing. They were doing something called Space Coke in the last episode. There was full frontal male nudity, which I don't, what? I don't need to see per se. Like, I'm not like, oh, that's a priority for me, but I, I just like that. It's like, (laughs) takes Gossip Girl, which is a show I love that I know does not hold up, that would bug me like crazy if I watched it right now. Um, But they just make it more real and more HBO-ish, you know? I mean, it's still, it's not perfect. It's it's pretty cheesy in a lot of ways, uh, but it's really great, entertaining eye candy. And they have updated it a lot. Hmm. So I would recommend it. It's not just a bunch of white, rich Exactly. Kids. Exactly. I mean, it's rich kids, but it's much more diverse. I feel like they are a lot more modern about sexuality and gender, which I think is really important. I mean, one of the main characters who I think is supposed to be like the updated version of Chuck Bass is pansexual and he has two dads and his one dad possibly is is transitioning. It's really... I was like, oh, and it's not like heavy handed. It's just like, here's what it is, you know? And I thought that was pretty cool. But I mean, it still is about like super rich, privileged, rich kids, you know? I I know I'm totally getting off on a tangent, but I've also been kind of, I've been watching this show. I just kind of threw it on the other day and I've just just been binging it. It's called Good Trouble. Okay. I've heard about this show. Someone recommended it to me. Is it on Netflix? It's great. Yeah. I saw it on Hulu. Huh, okay. It's great. It's it's like a spinoff of this other show that I'd never watched called The Fosters. Okay. It's really good. I highly recommend it. All right. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, like I said, I don't get to I don't get to like Netflix and chill very often, but I will check it out. I just love you know, fun it's shows like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to baby All right. talk. All right. If you have yeah, feelings about Gossip talk. Girl, share them with us. I have been <laughs> longing for someone to talk to me about Gossip Girl. So if you're interested, hit me up. <laughs> okay. I'll definitely be watching it. Yes, do it. I'm very excited. <laughs> but I want to watch the HBO one. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Baby Center did a recap in 2020 talking about how baby names essentially act as this kind of mirror of our times. Mm-hmm. So they noted after reviewing all the names of the new babies for the, from the past year, um, it saw the changes in the 2020 list and it really like reflected this year of loss and political divisiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can imagine that Kobe and Gianna saw nearly a 200% increase in adoption rate after the tragic helicopter incident. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Kamala is up over 100%. And Liberty even saw a double-digit increase. Wow. I have I have one friend named Liberty. She mm-hmm. lives in Portland. It's um, a great name. Yeah, she's cool. She's a talented hairdresser. Uh, but she's like, that's the only person I've ever met with that name. And I was always like, wow, Liberty's parents must be really cool. <laughs> like, that's what I see yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah. And then guess what? Of course, Karen and Chad saw a decrease in use by 13 and 12% respectively. I mean, I'm sure they were already kind of low, but yeah, yeah sorry. I mean, they were, they're, they're out of trend. Right. But yeah. I have to just say, I mean, I personally don't really know anyone named Chad, so I can't really speak to that. Actually, I have a cousin named Chad, but I don't know him very well. He's a second cousin, but all the Karens in my life are actually the loveliest, nicest people. And I get bummed that their name was chosen to be yeah. that person because like my stepmother is named Karen. She's awesome. My old roommate in LA named Karen, super fucking cool. Uh, why did we have to pick Karen? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why Karen got picked. Cause I have an aunt named Karen also. And I'm just like, that's, that's that's kind of devastating because, you know, she's a really lovely, nice woman. Yeah, see? Pick a name that a lot of, like, unpleasant people have. I don't know what that would be. There are a lot of unpleasant Karens because I'm sure there was just – I think Karen at 
at the time of like what the you know 50s was probably really really trending so there's mm-hmm. just so many there's of them so many of them that that makes sense that makes sense the likelihood of of like i guess the percentage is is a higher percentage increase because of the likelihood <laughs> it's higher that your name is karen <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you can imagine some other t- 2020 key trends that reflect the time so most notably the racial justice movement had a really big impact on how parents name their children during the year um, there was a lot of people memorializing really key historical figures. So names like King and Malcolm, Frederick and Rosa, they all saw this boost in popularity. And Brianna also went up by 108% wow. in 2020. So social scientists have been tracking name trends for years. They've been like fascinated by how the zeitgeist of the time helps to dictate the shifts in naming habits. Um, be it mass culture or pop culture, you know, uh, and they cite, for example, one of the most obvious showcases of this is the Puritans, you know, with deep roots in their faith and the Bible, you know, and like just something that was constantly being reflected on and used. They use that also as their baby, baby book, essentially. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. So like children's biblical names were like Jebediah and Ichabod. Right, right. And then they evolved into this moral or value name, like faith and hope and mercy. Interesting. And then they kept evolving more. So like as the zeitgeist changed, like during the American Revolution, embracing patriotic names of rebels and war heroes, like George and Martha and Thomas and Montgomery, as they were like memorializing these strong baby names you know like the baby's born they want to like you know they, they want to side with the rebels and like you know they took pride in like these really strong people mm-hmm. interesting so scientists have noted that you know over anything names have gotten much and much more diverse you were actually kind of talking about this where all these names and these spellings and all these things were you know um have been growing um and over the last 100 years it's been extremely evident and novelty and original names trend based on the quote-unquote spirit of the decade so like the roaring 20s and the 60s and i would say the 90s and 2000s you know where you're where you were starting to see these names um there was a lot more liberal um liberalness going around and their naming tendencies also kind of followed suit as opposed to the stiffness of the 50s and 80s, where they stopped, they, they kind of were a little bit more traditional and conservative with their names. That's uh-huh. why we saw in the 80s, like a lot of Johns and Jennies mm-hmm. and Amandas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that at the turn of the 20th century, that there was a one in 20 chance that a newborn would be named John or Mary? <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, I, no. we don't hear, I have a friend named Mary. Uh, I know like two other women in our age group named Mary. I don't meet a lot of Johns unless they're someone that my mom has been married to. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, because it, it, it was, yeah, it was definitely a, a, a while ago that that was a huge popularity. Of course the trend continued. I don't really, I feel like John continues to be a name. I don't know. You know what I was wondering? Like there's that show Dirty John and I wonder if that ruined it. That would definitely hurt that name. Right? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely hurt that name. Uh, And Mary is a bit outdated now, you know? Yeah. So JSTAR reports in this really great article that I'll reference every once in a while called The Science of Baby Name Trends, which has a ton of fascinating information, including this little nugget. So back in 1900, for example, 91% of all children of any gender were given a name from the top 1,000 most popular names. But a century later, in 2000, only 75% of girls were named from that top 1,000 most popular girl name. And that percentage has dropped for boys, too, to 86%, which is why you're seeing all of the, the unique names. I mean, remember when Gwyneth named her daughter Apple? Yeah, people were that was like irate. a craze. I, 
it was insane. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Now no one would blink an eye, but that was, you know, that was a shift. And when Gwyneth started, you know, when Gwyneth started that little shift of being like, oh, original names, like little things, like little apples. I feel like that's when the hipsters started, <laughs> started <laughs> yeah. jumping on board on the original baby name trend. And so are these names, like, are these the top names in the United States or, like, English-speaking yeah. countries? Okay. United States. Okay, interesting. I wonder, yeah. I mean, I feel like they, like, the UK probably mirrors this and Canada, maybe even Australia. I mean, maybe if there's, like, a pop culture person, you know, I'm sure, you know, Adele it trends, but I bet Adele is, like, higher in maybe the UK or something, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, that would make sense. Just depending on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is an article f- called From Karen to Katie, Using Baby Names to Understand Cultural Evolution. It's from a group of social scientists that tracks the phonetic attributes that tie name trends to, popul- to popularity together. So, for example, in the year 2000, some of the most popular names began with that hard K sound. Carl and Katie. Wait, Carl well, was a hot name in 2000? Apparently. Wow. Apparently. This blew my mind. All these baby Carls were rolling around then. Interesting. You probably don't know them yet because they're, you know, now they're now they're like Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, right? While other popular names ended with a an N sound, like Darren and Warren. Hmm. And in the following years, parents are statistically more likely to prefer names that combine those sounds, like Karen. Interesting. So there are, are there a lot of Gen Zers named Karen? I don't know. Wow. Apparently, that's what social scientists noted. I mean, this makes perfect sense to me, because even as we were looking through some of these lists from specific yes. years, you could see this pattern developing. It sounded like a little weird poem. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could see the the first letters and the last le- letters all kind of, everything kind of sounded similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so to put it another way, names evolve and out of the sounds, they, they, they evolve out of the sounds of previous names. So names like Aiden should be more likely to become popular when names like Jaden have already been popular recently. Hmm. And Psychology Today reports that scientists took it actually a step further to see if words that were common in the zeitgeist also had effect on name trends. And they did um, research conducted that looked at correlations between hurricanes and baby names. So the more destructive storm names, which get get mentioned more frequently in conversations, like and, and in press, like the newspaper all the time, like you're reading it all the time, over and over and over again, it indeed influenced naming patterns. So for example, following Hurricane Katrina, the number of infants given names starting with K jumped to striking 9%. Wow, that is wild. Yeah. Because, like, Hurricane Katrina is not a good time. No. Huh. But that name, and, and, and I mean, it, I always thought it was really interesting that the names, that they named these, like, big tropical storms or these big storms after, you know, human names. And I was always curious how it would affect hmm. tr- name trends. And apparently it does. Interesting. Because it's so pervasive. And it, and it, you know, not necessarily persuasive in a way where people are like, oh my God, this Kirkhan, this, that's a, such a beautiful name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And it makes me wonder, because we're, we're talking about like names in the United States, like yeah. among, you know, English language speakers, right? And it makes me wonder if in other countries where other languages are the primary language, if it still follows that same kind of like psychological yeah. pattern, which I would assume. And I think that's... Yeah. I, that's so interesting. I mean, it's, it just goes to say that like a lot of the things that we see emerging as trends, whether it's like fashion or food or social trends or like what we wear, it all is like deeply rooted 
deep inside our psyche where we're not even yes. aware of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't have, yeah. it's not, it's You're never not random. It's not random. So I've been really curious about the names that our grandparents had mm-hmm. and like kind of that trend. You know, my grandmothers were named Myrtle and Millie. Oh, I love them both. My great grandmother was named Myrtle, my other great grandmother. I love that name. Well, th- I mean, those names sounded just like old people. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just like, I was like, that will never be a name that anyone would yeah, ever, yeah. ever again. And so names, you know, the, Myrtle and Millie were really popular and on trend. But for children of the 80s and 90s, they sounded just like, like just old. You would never in a million years imagine naming a cute little baby that name because you associate it with like kind of old yeah. grown up. I mean, there was like a little bit in like the mid to late nineties of like the older Gen Xers who were having kids to give them like mid century grandma names. Like I remember like mm-hmm. reading that, you know, a lot, but I don't think it was mainstream because it is weird. Think, yeah. A baby named Millie sounds ridiculous. But guess what? There yeah. used to be na- babies named Millie. <laughs> and Myrtle. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, you know, and so names, these kind of names, like they fall out of popularity only to reemerge as viable and cute again 100 years after they were considered relevant. And basically it's, you know, a new generation rolled in who doesn't have these associations with maybe the, the grandparents as much like it's like a a generational thing so they 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 like the concept of nostalgia and so that's why these names and why we were seeing for example the 20s coming back um and so there's this interesting phenomenon that's actually called the 100 year rule so rose and elfie and yes even myrtle and millie all have the opportunity now to start coming back around because they sound new and fresh and mysterious again. And of course, associations take on a clear role in baby name game. Uh, and we have a clear association with our own generation and the generation of our parents and even our grandparents that affect how names become unpopular. So me and my sister's names, Kimberly, Stephanie, and Amy are such seventies and eighties sounding names you would not see these on the top list, but I bet they will be back in what, like 30 or 40 years, maybe? Isn't that wild to think about? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm also guessing we will be seeing, you know, we are already seeing the name, the, the names of the 20s coming back, but we're going to see it even more so because of the cottage core trend, which mm, is going to start a title, yeah. wave, you know, of old timey names coming back in the next five to 10 years. You know, because there is this interesting trend of old lady chic names showing a comeback and starting to trend back up after so many years of sitting idle and recognizably banished by society. All basically inspired by this cottage core nostalgia and this hundred year rule with this feeling of familiarity and comfort. So here are a few of the girls trends that are showing signs of popularity. I'm not going to read them all, mm-hmm. but... Ada, Agnes. I love Agnes. Which is, yeah, very interesting because Agnes, it can feel like, it can feel so dated and so old, but also be so kind of nostalgia and fresh again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure if my mother, my mother, you know, most of these names, she'd be like, oh, God, like, no, these are just, they just remind you of like old, old people. Um, Alice, Amelia, Audrey. Beatrice, Bessie, which is actually one of my great aunts, was named Bessie and was a name that just reminds me of like a farm lady. Oh my gosh, me too. One of my step-grandmothers was named Bessie and she literally lives on a farm her whole life. Lives on a farm. Yeah. 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 I love it. I think it's cute. Yeah. Blanche, uh, Cordelia, Dora, Dorothy, uh, Harriet, Edith. I like Edith. Me too. Elspeth, uh, Esme. Let's see, Evie, Flora, Greta. Of course, Greta is going to come back because of Greta Thornburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gretchen, Hattie, Irene, Iris. Let's see, Lilith and Lillian, Mabel, Maisie, Matilda, Millicent, and Millie. 
mm-hmm. right there. There you go. I see Myrtle on there too. Nell, Nellie, Olive, Pearl, Rosaline, Rose, Winifred. It reminds me of that of one of my favorite Netflix shows, of course, you know, mm-hmm. which is the chilling adventures of Sabrina who actually really embrace those names. And I remember just being like, this is such an interesting, like no one has done this. It's such a fr- fresh take. It's Ambrose, Hilda, Prudence, Agatha, Rosalind, and even Dorcas. I think Dorcas is going to be a hard one to bring back. Dorcas is a hard You're one. signing up for a lifetime of Dorcas Malorcas. And Dork and Dorky. Yeah. And Dor- yeah. Yeah. I mean. Dorcas Malorcus. I mean, I don't know, like, once again, for all the other people out there who had to name their children. Well, like, had to. I mean, you have to name them, right? Um, for me, I was very concerned about potential teasing. <laughs> so, like, this yes. really shaped yes. a lot of As my name As a person who's options. been teased. Yeah. Yeah. It made me really... I really thought about all of this an awful lot. <laughs> it was like, get out the garbage pail kids cards and see if there's anything using this name, you know? <laughs> get out the garbage pail kids cards. That's amazing. So, I mean, the next one I'm going to talk about is called, it's neutral trends. And you've been an early adopter of this type of trend for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some time, Americans, you know, have had a long tradition of giving male names to daughters, but what is really trending now are gender, gender neutral names. Um, and as we mentioned before, you know, statistics have shown that baby names tend to experience a resurgence in popularity every hundred years or so. And in the 1920s, traditionally boy names for girls such as Frankie and Billy we're all the rage. Hmm. And now they're back and pop culturally relevant for girls as well. You know, Billie Eilish is definitely going to affect name trends. Oh, yeah, for sure. So gender neutral names are growing in popularity, matching the times as the demand to pre-described cisgendered stereotypes and names is actually loosening for parents. And parents are kind of opening up and, you know, wanting their their child to decide, you know, what gender they want to be and prescribe to. So Baby Center reports that names like Riley, Emery, Alexis, Ariel, Briar, and Morgan are trending on both gender sides mm. as like gender neutral alternatives. And other traditionally boys' names are being commandeered for girl name, baby names as well. And one of the most popular baby names, Noah, moved up 35% for girls in 2020. Palmer was up 47%. Ezra up 32%. Sutton, 26%. And others like Kai, Grayson, and Palmer, like all up as the gender divide keeps shrinking. Interesting. You know, Dylan's name was actually the number one boy's name for the year that they were born. And I feel like, you know, like gender neutral names were not very common at that point. And there was a dust up uh, the first week of preschool when Dylan was about four. Now this has been a lifelong thing, a class with multiple Dylans that are boys being a regular occurrence. But Dylan marched up to a boy in her preschool class and was like, you have a girl's name. (laughs) And there was some sort of like wrestling and then there had to be a conversation. (gasps) A real dust up. A real dust up. Yeah. Um, And then my mom was like, well, you're going to tell her or not that she has a boy's name. And I was like, it's not a boy's name. Why do we have to be this way? Right. (laughs) You were gender neutral before gender neutral. You were an early adopter. That was so cool. (laughs) I didn't know it at the time, but yeah, pretty proud. Accidental. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, another trend. um, So, you know, interestingly, Baby Center also noted that Location and destination names like, you know, Paris and London and Sydney, you know, those like dream Mm -hmm. locations, those dream cities, they have been popular for years, of course. But during 2020, more local destinations have been trending. And they credit this to people taking more pride in places that they they were either raised or that changed them. 
So choose or choosing, you know, names closer to home, which reflect the reality of these shelter in place orders and travel restrictions. So names like Berkeley were trending, Arizona, Aspen, Phoenix, Harlem, Carolina, Baylor, Dallas, and Salem okay, now, all saw uptrends. If you name your kid Salem, you just have to accept now that your kid is Witchy. definitely going to be goth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just how it's going to go. And that's fine. I mean, like, listen, I would be proud to have a goth child. I guess I kind of do anyway. Um, but you just <laughs> have to know that that's what you're setting them up for. <laughs> is Dylan's middle name Salem? No, it's Ruby, but Salem, I have regrets. If I could go back Aww. in time, Dylan Salem. <laughs> Dylan Salem. Oh my God, that'd be so hilarious. Yeah, it would be. And of course, I'd be remiss to point out the effect celebrities and pop culture have on name trends. You know, trending celebrities have historically always had an effect on names of babies. You know, right now, Taylor, Adele, and Lennon are trending names, um, but also historical figures for women's names have a pretty big impact. Ruth, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Love it. Pop- yes. I mean, that is awesome. And I have a really good feeling about Ruth mm-hmm. continuing to become more and more popular, especially since it is the 100-year rule and people are, you know, memorializing this wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amelia, we already saw, was actually already on, I think, the top list i mean like amelia Earhart mm-hmm. and eleanor like eleanor roosevelt's trend i know a lot of tiny eleanors right now really yeah yeah i'm seeing a lot of that out there i mean i love ruth that would be like if i were gonna have a baby right now like my number one pick there you go ruth well maybe you can have a cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there you maybe go a cat oh, just get another black cat like the black robes <laughs> there you go there you go ruth bader ginsburg <laughs> Um, and of course, celebrities, you know, name their own babies. And of course, that has a direct impact on trends as well. You know, think of Meghan Merkel and Prince Harry's babies, Lilibet and Archie, which also has the direct association with the 100 year rule. <laughs> or Mindy Kaling Spencer. I mean, these once celebrities start naming, I mean, I, I wonder how much Apple trended when Gwyneth named. Oh, them. right. Like right. apple or pear or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, because I feel like like for the past year, we've all had uh, like British, vintage British royal fever, thanks to the crown and you know, mm-hmm. all of that. And I was wondering if maybe there were a lot of babies being named Diana, which is another, like that's an old name, you know? You don't meet. I, I, I think I went to school with one girl named Diana and it, it felt very like surprising like it just wasn't what kids were named when we were kids you know are there any names that you just feel like could never come back adolf like, <laughs> adolf elmer Oof, that's a hard one i mean donald i guess probably like yeah, people don't. who are like major uh trumpies might name their kid donald but donald is trending down by the way that's uh, uh, fair enough i mean fair enough yeah yeah uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't really think of any names that are totally ruined. I do worry that Karen is going to be ruined as a name for a really long mm-hmm. time and anything affiliated with that. It'll take a hundred years for it to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do wonder, okay, like let's talk about Crystal, for example, being like a, yeah. such an iconically 80s name. 80s. I would oh. also put Amber in that bucket. Oh, God, I loved Amber. It's just a time for us, right? And I wonder, I mean, I guess those might come back, like, after Stephanie and Kimberly and stuff. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have read over the years different studies. Um, a lot of this is based in racism and classism, where job candidates would yes. be discriminated against based on their name. So, like, for example... Yep. If I was passing my resume to a hiring manager right now, and rather than Amanda, it said Mandy, people probably wouldn't take it as seriously. I mean, that is the reality of it. And I remember reading, in addition to any name that seemed non-white automatically being discriminated against, those like those resumes being cast aside in all of these studies, anything that had that like really strong 80s vibe like Crystal or Tanya, mm-hmm. even Amber was being cast oh, aside yeah. just because, like, you know, classism. 
You know, like that's, that's all it is, right? It's, I mean, your name is like a big deal. It is really, not that I think that people should be discriminated based on their names. I mean, that's fucked up for, I mean, for so many reasons, but you know, just like when I was thinking about like, is this name teasable? How would this, how would someone make fun of this? How would some like idiot second grader tease someone about this name? I was also like, what would this look like, you know? applying for a job or, you know, on your report card or on your driver's license, or would you feel weird? Because I always felt weird when I, when people would call me Mandy, like I was being like minimized, you know? Yeah. Cause it was such a, like, a cute girly name or something. And so I was really hung up on like the weight of your name and how that could set you up for success or make people discount what you had to say even before you said it. And not that that's okay, but like, that's how people are, you know? Yeah. So, you know, or like if you ended your name with an I instead of a Y, I'm sure people at this point would not give you a job that involved a lot of money, you know, calculations or (laughs) responsibility, even though you could be perfectly capable. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the name, yeah, you can definitely get stereotyped. Yeah. Just because of your name. Well, this helps me jump right into Disney princesses. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think of that, but yeah. Trend Marvel characters and country music stars, as well as strong athletes. I mean, hello Olympics. This is going to obviously change the baby name trends just this year. And they have a huge impact on popularity. Um, And there are predictions that now that Disney plus is offering easy access to all these classic Disney movies that it's going to have, a effect on names like classic yeah. Disney princess names coming back into the mix. Hello, Ariel. <laughs> Hello, Snow. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then, kind of to build on top of that, you know, not just like biblical trends have also, you know, they've been around forever, of course. John and Mary, Matthew. Those are huge. They've always been classic and huge. They're not really trending, but apparently Old Testament names are trending. Um, They have a bit of more of this worldly theme, hinting that people are probably turning to spirituality in these times of like such uncertainty and fear. So names, this one's actually a really big one, Genesis. Wow. Has been trending for girls and guys. I mean, it's gender neutral, but it just makes you think of the band. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gideon, Dante, Zion, Saul and Solomon, Ismael, um, and then Ezra as the unisex crossover, as well as Galilee are also. I mean... Trending. Our I live in the Amish community, these names never stop trending. <laughs> yes, I have a feeling that you hear these ones all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. This classic. <laughs> I had never thought of it until you said it, like using the Bible as a baby book. And, yeah. I, I, you know, obviously people did that for a long time. And that made me wonder, do they still make those baby books with names? Probably not, right? Oh, yes. Oh, do they? Oh, my God, yes. Ah, interesting. Absolutely. And there's like websites now too, but there's definitely baby baby books. Huh. With like recommendations and things. Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, this was really fun, really educational. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope I hope you got a little bit out of it. Yeah. And tell us, you know, get on the horn and tell us your naming stories or you know, the it, the issues you had naming your kids or the ki- names you thought you were going to give your kids. <laughs> <laughs> name trends, whatever, whatever yeah, you got. Yeah, I'm interested. Did anybody else here want to change their name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in third grade? <laughs> Let me know so I'm not alone. I wanted to be Bubbles. <laughs> so I want you to take a moment now and imagine how your life would be different oh if your God. name were Bubbles Christensen. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god! It's like Bubbles is this character in Little Britain, um, who I've also who I love, and it's it's hilarious. It's this. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's bad. It's a it's a guy in a fat suit. Oh, I hate that. Can we just also like cancel actors in fat suits for comic relief? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that was a huge trend. 
Do you know how many TV shows had actors in fat um, suits? You know what? Uh, there was some conversation about this on Jezebel a couple weeks ago, and they, you know, they named various characters and actors over the years. And you know who they didn't bring up, which I called out in the comments and was having like a great conversation with tons of people, was um, so-called Fat Monica on Friends. Yes. And like, that's one of the reasons I won't watch Friends. I found it really upsetting. Uh, everybody acted like she was this truly disgusting, ridiculous, unbearable yes. individual. And I just, uh, when I think about how many psyches that damaged yeah. And it wasn't funny, you know? I don't think it was ever funny. No. Yeah. No. It was just, she would always be, like, stuffing her face. It was, like, this really gross stereotype. And, like, everybody thought she was gross and pitiful and, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't ever, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. She would get, like, stood up at the prom. No, no one ever, yeah, she was just, like, so uncool. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. It's, like, the only things I really took away from my limited viewing of friends were that and then one time I remember seeing a beginning of an episode where Monica was vacuuming her house and when she finished she pulled out a smaller vacuum and vacuumed the vacuum (laughs) and I still think of that whenever I'm cleaning I don't know why I mean that vacuum does get really dirty it does I you know what people do not clean them at all and you're just like really yeah Exactly. So maybe you know that was the one time that Friends was on to something. Mm. I do wonder, and I'm sure I already know the answer here, probably in the 90s, there was a surge in Monica, Monica. and Joey and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. What was her name? What was her name in the show? Uh, Isn't that terrible that we don't know? Rachel. Rachel. Oh, my God. I mean, there was a yep. whole haircut. Yep. It was a Phoebe, whole haircut. Definitely a lot of Phoebes came out of that. Yeah. Definitely. I think Friends definitely helped propel some names forward. Interesting. Well, this was so fascinating. I hope that for the uh, listener who requested this, I hope we answered all their questions. Um, And yeah, thank you for suggesting an episode idea to us because it wasn't something I thought about. And then when we started talking about it, I was like, this is going to be really educational. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.